So you're probably reading my title and you're thinking, what in the world do questions have to do with weight loss? Let me tell you what, they have everything to do with being consistent. So I'm so excited to share this episode and welcome to Core 1031 with Tanya Burton. So let's dive into the episode. All right, so real quickly, let's just go over why questions are even important. Sounds really boring, but they are super important because the questions you ask yourself, your brain will come up with answers. And it's so important to recognize what questions you're actually telling yourself, okay? Because questions are a really powerful way of stimulating learning, creativity, and change. But if you don't ask the right questions and you ask the bad questions over and over and over again, you're going to find yourself struggling to lose weight and struggling to stay consistent. So let me give you a really quick example of some of the questions I asked myself when I was 50 pounds overweight. A daily question was, why is it hard to lose weight? Why do I crave everything in sight the moment I start on a diet? Why don't I have motivation to work out? Why don't I have the energy to work out? Why don't I like the taste of water? Why don't I know what healthy foods are? Do you see that? It's like the answers are going to be all negative. Why don't I have the energy to work out? Well, I'm tired. I had a long day. You know, why is it hard to lose weight? Well, it's a lot of energy and it's such a 50 pounds. It's like climbing Mount Everest. It's going to take me years to reach that. You see, it's like all the answers are going to be negative because my questions are negative. They don't provide a interesting or creative change in a positive direction. Does that make sense? And you might not even realize this, but you do ask yourself questions all day long. And some of them are actually on repeat that you don't even recognize that you've been asking them. And I guarantee if you actually took the time to write down all of the questions you asked yourself on a piece of paper and reviewed them, you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, I've been asking the same questions for like, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, okay? So just be aware of this. Again, questions are really important for you to learn new information and it creates curiosity and like, okay, how do we change this? How do we ask ourselves powerful questions that set us up for success? So here's a couple of my favorite questions that I would ask myself. Did I realize it at the time? No, I'm just so thankful I did. But I asked myself these questions and it really motivated me and it really kept me on point for that day. And that's the secret to weight loss is just just for today, what do I have to do? And so that starts off with one of my questions. Regardless of whatever I weighed first thing in the morning, and I made that a consistent habit, first thing in the morning, use the bathroom and I weighed myself, Regardless of what it said, whether it was a new low on the scale or depressing same weight or even higher, I got off the scale and I always asked, what do I have to do today to see the scale drop tomorrow? It's a really inviting question because now you're even answering it in your head and you're like, well, if I want to see the scale go down tomorrow, well, I probably should stick to the yogurt that I, I plan on eating for breakfast. And, you know, I did bring my own lunch, so I I probably have to like skip eating out with everybody or ordering in with everybody. Um, I need to go for that 30 minute walk after work and I need to make sure that, uh, you know, we stick to our home cooked meal for dinner instead of just, you know, going through drive through. 
Does that make sense? Like all of a sudden when you say, what do I have to do today? It's more doable. You're like, yeah, I can walk for 30 minutes. I can stick to my eating. I can take some more sips of water. It's so much more doable. And that's really the key. If you answer those three questions, your nutrition, hey, what am I eating today? Your activity, what am I going to work out and when? And water, how much water do I need to drink today? And if you stick to those three questions and you ask and you identify each of those specifically, not I need to work out. No, what are you going to do? I'm going to walk for 30 minutes after work. Your brain can actually, it, it has an appointment. Your brain can understand, okay, we actually have something to do right after work. Does that make sense? When we're really vague, we're going to get vague responses. We're going to get vague energy. But when we're like, hey, this is when I'm doing it, your brain's like, okay, remember, we're going for a walk after work. Okay, kind of signals what you got to do. I can't tell you the power of that question because whether I was up two pounds or down two pounds, it didn't matter. My energy and my state of mind was always the same because I didn't hit my goal weight. So I asked myself this question until I hit my goal weight. What do I have to do today to lose weight? It doesn't matter if it was a holiday, a Monday, a Saturday, vacation. I just always ask myself this question because I wanted my brain to always think of healthy choices to make for that day. Whereas when we're on a diet, we're automatically thinking healthy choices. And then when we're off the diet, we're not thinking healthy choices. So the goal is to create a mindset where you wake up in the morning and you always, always think of healthy choices. And then it becomes a second nature, a second habit. And then before you know it, it's the only way you think. And then it becomes a lifestyle change. And then that all works together. (laughs) Does that make sense? Like we all want a healthy lifestyle, but we don't know how to get there. This is how you get there. This is the bridge. It's the questions you ask yourself. So I challenge you to th- start start asking yourself that question in the morning, regardless of what the scale says, regardless is if it's a holiday, a birthday, whatever, just get in the habit of, hey, what do I got to do today? What do I have to eat? How much water do I need to drink? What's my activity for today? Is it putting up the Christmas tree and getting all the ornaments out and decorating the house? Because that's an activity in yourself. Is it deep cleaning? Is it a 15 minute pop sugar free workout on YouTube that I could do that I don't have to spend any money and it's no equipment so I don't have to worry about getting dumbbells or anything it's just or Zumba on YouTube or maybe it's a paid program you did maybe it's going to the gym what do I have to do set a time set a workout um, and then hydration I don't know if I already said that anyway nutrition exercise water so I always call it the new goals nutrition exercise water that makes it a little bit easier. What are your new goals for today? Okay. Um, here's another helpful, helpful, very helpful question to ask yourself, especially on the weekends. Do you struggle being in a routine on the weekends? My hand is up because that was a big obstacle for me. I could easily lose weight Monday through Friday. Why? Because there's a routine. You have stuff to do between you know breakfast and lunch, lunch and dinner, right? Because you're at work. You need to create that same structure on the weekends. But how do you do that when you're at home and the cabinets and all the food and the refrigerator is screaming at you to like open up and let's eat, let's eat, let's eat. You know what I mean? It's it's so much more temptation because you're circled around food or it's at arm's reach. So the most powerful question I asked myself on the weekends uh, was what can I do before lunch And what can I do before dinner? So I am a big believer of intermittent fasting. I absolutely love it. I don't force it, but I just 
I just I highly recommend it if if you're not hypoglycemic or diabetic and you don't have to take any eat any food with medicine in the morning trying it out is awesome you're gonna see your energy increase like no other it is so awesome and plus it's so many benefits to your body to not constantly be eating but anyway I'd wake up on Saturday and you got nothing to do. So you're like, oh my gosh, pancakes and biscuits and gravy just sound wonderful. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, what can I eat? So what I would do is, okay, I would make a list of five things. Here's what you have to do before lunch. You can only eat lunch when you accomplish all five things. And I made sure that they took a couple hours to do, whether that's going to the bank, the grocery store, cleaning, um, showering, making my bed. I made a list of a couple of things to do to keep me occupied, to keep me productive before actually eating lunch. And then I felt more satisfied at lunch because I'm like, wow, I got a lot of stuff accomplished. Nothing makes us feel better than getting stuff done. I know a lot of times we think like, I just want to chill and watch TV. But after a while, ugh, you just don't feel good about yourself. And you have all this regret like, gosh, I wasted the weekend. I didn't get anything done. I'm still in my pajamas and it's three o'clock. You know what I mean? So your your body loves to move. Your body was actually created and designed to move. It was not created and designed to sit around and do nothing all day. We already do that all week when, when we have a sedentary job. like, And that already makes us feel bad. You know what I mean? So we don't want to make that make our time more sedentary on the weekends. We actually want to get up and move and be as active as possible. Excuse me. Um, so... That helped me out a lot. It helped me stay productive. And again, a lot of times people consider productivity as eating. We, are, we trick our brains into thinking, I'm being productive, I'm eating, but we're wasting calories. We're wasting our energy on that. So if you're going to do anything, I just recommend make a list. Saturday, Sunday, hey, we're going to do this, this, and this, and this for yourself. Like not for your family, but for yourself. Hey, I need to make sure I get all this done. Once I get all this done, then I can eat. You know how easy it is to eat at 12 or 1 when you have a list of things to do? And sometimes it'd be like 3 or 4 and I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't had lunch yet. Those are my favorite days. And then do the same thing for dinner. Hey, after lunch, I'm going to make sure I do this, this, and this, and then I'll eat dinner. You're going to see how much easier it is to stay on track and on point over the weekends. Does that make sense? All right, and finally, this is one question, but you can spread it out into three questions. So I'm just going to combine it into one because it's going to be easier for you to, re- to remember. Um, okay, so you also want to break down your day. So you have like little wins, little check marks to look throughout your day to make sure you're on point. So for example... You need to make little points throughout your day about how many steps should I be at before I leave the house or before lunch or before I get off work. And for sure, how many do I how many steps do I want to finish off my night? When you have these little markers, it helps you stay on point and it helps you move on purpose. The reason why so many people only hit 2-3000 steps a day uh is because they don't have any motivation or any goal set of what they actually want to hit. They're like, I, I, it's like a, a hope I hit 10,000 steps instead of no, make sure you, you plan it out and you have those breaks within your day to, to look at your watch and be like, okay, I'm a thousand uh, steps short. I'm going to go check the mail. I'm going to go to the bathroom at the, you know, downstairs or way across the hall, whatever it is just to get in more steps. I mean, I would be so strict with myself 
that I would tell myself, okay, if you want to eat lunch, again, this is one of my like things I had to do before I ate lunch, you need to be at least at 4,000 steps. That was my goal, uh, especially in the wintertime. In the summertime, it was 10,000 steps because it's summer and I love it and I go for like hour, hour and a half walk in the morning. So that should be easy for me to hit 10,000 steps before lunch. But you need to have those markers and you need to identify what's going to make you happy. You've got to start learning to making up uh, and setting the boundary and setting the standard for your health. Uh, Because a lot of times when we want to be healthy, we just allow other people to do it for us. And it's good to have guidance and professional guidance to help you get started. But a lot of times people never take the torch themselves. And it's so important that you do that. You need to see, you know what, I think I could hit 3,000 steps by by noon or 5,000. There's no right or wrong answer. It's your life and it's your lifestyle and it's never the final say. You can always adjust it the next week or the next month. Does that make sense? So I challenge you to think about, hey, where should my steps be? You know, make a marker by noon before you eat lunch, before you're done with work and by the end of the day. You're going to watch yourself move more. I literally had one client. uh, I said, hey, the best investment you can make is anything that helps you become healthier. I really, I know it's an investment, but please get a watch. Like it's going to help you out so much. And she's like, oh, okay. So she did. And then like literally the next day she goes, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Because I'm over here like, yeah, I'm going to get 10,000 steps today. I'm going to, and she's walking on purpose. She's like, I'm over here walking and making laps around the hospital. And I loved hearing that. It really pushes you when you actually get to see your steps. Okay. doesn't matter what watch you get. Just get something that you actually, when you look at the face of your watch, you see steps. It's going to make you move more on purpose. Okay. The next question you should break down as well is how much water should I have by lunchtime? How much water should I have before I leave the office or when I get off work? And how much water do I need to end off my day to make it a successful day? Again, no right or wrong answer. But let's say your goal is to get in 60 ounces of water a day. Okay, well then get 20 ounces in the morning, 20 ounces at lunch, 20 ounces at dinner, boom, you're done. If it's 90, hey, 30 ounces before you leave to work, 30 ounces around lunchtime, 30 ounces by dinner time. It makes life so much easier when you break it down. The worst thing people can do is have that, you know, basic goal of I need to drink a gallon of water a day and uh, you forget to drink water all day long and then you pound it before dinner time and then you're up at night peeing all the time. You're going to be miserable and it's going to be hard to drink water and you're going to feel like a failure. Spread it out a little bit and your body's actually supposed to be running off of water consistently, not just, you know, at one big lump sum uh, when you remember it. Does that make sense? You're going to feel so much better if you do that. And then finally, the the third question to this uh, uh, part, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> excuse me, I'm only on my second cup of coffee, um, is your calories. If you are tracking, it is super important for you to know how many calories do I want to spread out throughout my day. Again, no right or wrong answer. All your body cares about is if you're in a calorie deficit. That is the number one thing. So if you're overwhelmed by tracking macros, stop tracking them. Focus on your calories. Macros equal calories. Calories are just easier because it's one number instead of three numbers to follow. Does that make sense? So break it down. Start off with your calories. And let's say your calories uh, are at 1,500 then you need to decide, okay, do I want to spend 500 for breakfast, 500 for lunch, 500 for dinner? 
Do I want to have a bigger dinner? Do I want to have a dinner and a snack afterwards? So you need to break it apart. So for me personally, I'm over here like, I'll give me 50 calories in the morning for my coffee, maybe 300 for lunch, uh, 150 for a snack between lunch and dinner. Uh, and then dinner, I, I just give all my calories to dinner, all of them. And that includes my snack after dinner. Cause I'm that person like after dinner, I want a snack. I'm like, I go, what? I don't know if, you know, anyone can relate, but after you're done eating, you just want to eat a little bit more, right? Right before bed. <laughs> There's no shame. Okay. It's whatever works best for you, but you need to set that tone and set that standard of how many calories. And it took me a while to figure that out. Um, it took me a lot of trial and error, probably took me a year. Um, and that's just because I'm a slow learner, but none of my coaches taught me this. And if, if you heard of my old podcast, I've had over 15 coaches and none of them actually broke this down for me. This is something I had to learn. It took me a couple of years to learn this. And that's why I'm, I'm so glad that you're listening because you're, you're going to get the shortcut to, to what every, to everything that I learned. You're going to get it faster. Um, and I just recommend that, that you, you break it down and you keep trying and hopefully in the next, you know, couple of weeks you figure out what's best for you. But I, I had a client the other day and she goes, gosh, this is such a learning process. And I go, yes, it is. And it will continue being a learning process pretty much until you hit your goal weight. So don't think you're going to master your body after losing 5, 10, 20, 30 pounds. You're going to master it once you get really close to your goal weight. And even then after that, it's going to take six to nine months to understand maintenance, almost up to a year, honestly. So be patient with yourself, try different things out, try different, you know, step goals, water goals, and calorie goals, and make sure what fits best for you. I had a client that she knew for sure she always wanted ice cream at after dinner. So every single day, she saved 200 calories for it and then worked her way back. Um, I had another client that loved wine with her dinner. So she automatically plugged that in and saved 150 calories for that. Um, and so and that was like on top of her her dinner, so it was probably like 500 for dinner, 150 for wine, so 650 she saved every single night, and then just kind of figured out everything else, because that was most important to her. So that's what's most important, as I keep repeating myself. <laughs> I want to get my point across. You have to know these numbers. You do, you do, you do. Weight loss is a numbers game, not just what do you weigh or what are your measurements. You need to know all of your numbers. And the more numbers you know, the more you know uh, where you're falling short, where you're doing really awesome. Uh, what's the quote? If it, you know what's not measured isn't manageable. So you need to measure things to manage it. Okay, there's a reason why every business has an accountant. You're looking at numbers, you're looking at spreadsheets, and that's why business thrive. When businesses don't care about their numbers, that's when they fall apart. Your health, it matters. It's the same thing. It's designed with numbers. You just need to know what numbers work best for you, okay? And don't be set in stone with whatever you're doing right now because it's probably going to change as the season changes. You know, whether your kids are graduating or moving or whatever's happening, you just need to adjust and adjust your numbers um, but just start off here. Okay. So I hope this was helpful. Um, questions, they matter. You want to be specific in your questions. You want them to be uplifting, to get you creative and pumped and motivated to continue on with your weight loss journey. Uh, you don't want them to be depressing answers. Uh, so just be sure to ask yourself, Hey, what do I got to do today to see the scale drop tomorrow? You know, what do I got to do before lunch and dinner to get me busy, to get my more activity, to get my mind off of food? And I always tell people, I was, I was pretty much like an AA, 
with food uh, because my addiction was food. I always thought about it as I'm eating lunch. I'm thinking about what else can I eat for, for a snack later on or for dinner. And so when I took it uh, a minute at a time, a meal at a time, and I kind of kept myself busy with other stuff to do, all of a sudden food wasn't my addiction anymore. And I started enjoying life more because I was doing stuff outside of eating all the time. So that that was really powerful for me. So keep setting up that standard of what do I got to do for lunch? What I got to be do before dinner? Make my list. Check it off. Your body loves a good check mark. Okay. It helped out tremendously. And all of a sudden being an emotional eater evaporated. Because I was, I was eating because I was actually hungry instead of eating because I felt sad that day or depressed or anxious because I used my energy on accomplishing other things. And when you accomplish accomplish other things like cleaning or errands, you build up that self-esteem. So all of a sudden, anxiety and depression go away. <gasps> it's amazing how that works. And I had to learn that the hard way. And then finally break down, hey, what are my steps, my calories, and my water goal? If this is a lot to take in and you're like, oh my gosh, this is quite a list. I actually made a journal for you. It's uh, called New Journal uh, with Core 1031 by Tanya Burton. And you can find it on Amazon and you could purchase it there. And you just fill out your own goals. And you just take it week to week. I do that. I don't do day to day. It's week to week. Okay. You set new goals every single week. It's really awesome. I have a lot of people who tell me they really enjoy filling out their journal. And um, the every 12 weeks, your goals change of what numbers I kind of have you look at, what new, new goals I have you set. But it's a great place to start. So thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. Feel free to share this episode with anybody who needs to kind of check their questions of what they ask themselves to give them the motivation and the momentum they need to stay consistent. Okay? Uh, I'd love for you to write a review. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are about my podcast and my episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, we'll talk next time.